Hey, thanks for being here. I've been updating you most of the morning. I grew up in Fort Myers, Florida. My brother's a captain with the Lee County Sheriff's Office. He is out there deployed now, waiting for the storm to pass over Fort Myers. And then he will be out doing search and rescue with fire and other departments out there. Um, also, um, I've been getting updates from my sister-in-law. 100-mile-an-hour winds plus now reported in Fort Myers. And the last update is that the eye of the storm is passing over Captiva Island, which means nothing to most of you. But to people that have lived in Fort Myers, the devastation is going to be amazing. Something I have in common with uh, Christina Carrilla, who works at Fox 10 with John Hook, um, is that she lived and worked in Fort Myers. She joins us now. Christina, it's great to talk to you. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Mike. I appreciate it. Um, you and I are watching uh, differently than a lot of people are, having looking at so many familiar places. What are your thoughts when you're looking at some of these places you've been so many times and the devastation that's happening right now? Oh, man, it's tough. And, you know, I've been in contact with some of my colleagues down there in Fort Myers. I spent three years there, and I covered Hurricane Irma back in 2017 from the beach, Fort Myers Beach. And so... I remember what some of this is like, but this is just worse. Um, Hurricane Ian is has such force with it, and these wind speeds that we're seeing and the storm surge we're already starting to see. I've been following this coverage so closely and talking with some of my former colleagues. It's it's scary because you know what comes next, right? It's the cleanup, the devastation, seeing the aftermath. I mean. The people that chose to stay um, through the storm, you know, you never want that, but that always happens. People stay there and you just you hope for the best at this point. Yeah. And uh, knowing the, the I, I don't know how familiar you are, or how many times you've been out to Sanibel or Captiva Islands, those barrier islands off oh, the yeah. coast of Fort Myers. They are now saying I'm getting reports from people on the ground there that are saying it's passing directly over Captiva. There may not be much left of those islands if that's true. Yeah, that those spots, I mean, they're so beautiful. It's so hard to imagine, but they're so vulnerable, right? They're right there on the coast, and unfortunately, it's it's the first to go. If it's going right over that area, there's just not much hope for, for the storm surge. I mean, it's just going to be underwater. For, for, uh, this is more a curiosity thing. You talking with some of your former colleagues in Fort Myers, what are they saying about the coverage of it? I'm hearing from the cops and what they're kind of getting ready to do, but what is the news saying about what's happened so far and any damage reports? Yeah, I mean, it's tough because I know that as of this morning, they pulled in their crews from the beach, which that did not happen when I was down there covering a hurricane. But this is so intense. They decided, you know, we got to keep everyone safe. They pulled them back in. So they're relying pretty heavily on people sending in videos from the safety of their home. You know, you don't want people going out and, and trying to shoot video or take photos of what's happening. But they're relying pretty heavily on cameras that they have on buildings and things like that. And, and it looks to be pretty intense. I saw just a few minutes ago um, in Naples, um, Vanderbilt Beach, which I'm sure you know. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Cars in that area. I mean, a Range Rover completely underwater. It's just, it's so tough. I mean, when you know that storm surge is coming, you think, well, I have to move my car up to higher ground. But where do you go? Do you find a parking garage? I, how... How well you prepare will really tell, you know, the safety of your things when you come back and see what the damage is. So it's just so unfortunate to see some of the damage already coming in, and it's just going to get worse from here. Yeah, they just uh, um, just watching one of the monitors in the studio. They said they've now said the eye wall is over Sanibel and Captiva Islands and that they are expecting in Port Charlotte possibly 18 feet of the storm mm. surge. I've never – and for me personally, I've never seen anything – like that you know like it's hard to imagine what that's like i don't i don't remember ever seeing 
an estimate that high for storm surge. But they tell you, you know, when they're warning about these storms, you can hide from the debris, the wind, you know, you can hide from those things. The storm surge is the killer, right? You can't run from the water. So that's going to be, man, it's tough. I'm thinking about everyone down there. I know you are, too. Yeah, my brother is a captain with the sheriff's office. My sister-in-law, his wife, is a sheriff's deputy. So she's in town. They've got two of their kids in town. My mother is there at their house with them. My brother's deployed. But my sister-in-law has been sending me videos from their back patio. And it's just so weird to hear somebody, how some people think they've got a ladder that's ready to go if they have to get on the roof of the home if it flooding mm-hmm. gets that bad. I mean, to think about that in your family and friends, it's just it's terrifying. I know. And at this point, it's like there's no leaving at this point. Now you just have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. It's a waiting game. Yeah. And uh, so uh, how do you cover that? How do you cover something like that? I mean, you, you don't want to be you don't want to sensationalize it in a storm like this. You don't have to. But is it difficult for you to put into words, especially being so close to that area? Is it tough for you to cover? <laughs> I would say, yeah, it was tough for, from my personal experience when I was down there for Irma, you know, I was thinking about my personal property as well, because mm-hmm. you're concerned about your family members, your pets, your personal property, your car. I mean, you, at some point you just kind of have to say, well, this is it. It is what it is. And you have to move on. We'll see what happens and hope for the best, but there's not much you can do. And I was talking to my former colleague, you know, when I was down there, the station allowed family members to stay with the employees at the station with their pets, they allowed everyone to come in. Now things are a little bit different, you know, post COVID and, and, and what we've learned from that time, they're, they're not allowing family to come into the station anymore, mostly for safety reasons. So my former colleagues, you know, they're at work, they're doing 12 hour shifts and having to think about their family and their home, you know, hoping for the best for them and, and worrying while working at the same time. It's difficult. Yeah, it is. Um, I appreciate you coming on on short notice. It's good to talk with you, and I hope we can catch up under better better circumstances. But I wanted to get a perspective from someone that's covered storms like this, especially having lived there, because I am just – I'm never at a loss for words. And I'm watching what's happening and just dumbfounded by what I'm seeing. But I appreciate your – and I appreciate your perspective in coming on, and I hope you'll come on again someday. Of course. Thanks, Mike, so much. And I'm, I'm thinking of your family as well. Thank you. Thank you so much. That is uh, Christina Carrillo from Fox 10 News, who spent three years in Fort Myers, my hometown, with a bit of an update as she was talking to news people in Fort Myers on the ground as much as she could.